0: what's up guys and welcome back to another new release monday here on cinematic reviews you can find this episode along with many other new releases that i have covered on anchor spotify and apple Podcasts. today i have the need the need for speed that's right over the weekend we got the privilege of returning to the top gun franchise with top gun maverick i'm excited to throw my thoughts out there but first let's talk about some facts Top Gun Maverick released on May 27, 2022, and was directed by Joseph Kaczynski. He is best known for This, Only the Brave, Tron Legacy, and Oblivion, which also stars Tom Cruise. Maverick has so far grossed $248 million worldwide, $124 million of that domestically. It is projected to cross the $151 million mark by the end of the four day memorial weekend. There are minimal green shots and CGI shots in this film. Even the close-up cockpit shots are taken during real in-flight sequences. This meant that the entire cast had to undergo extensive G-Force training in order to withstand the physical demands of the G-Force pressures during flights. The actors playing pilots had to film themselves. Adjustments were made once the actors were back on the ground. According to Miles Teller, the cast got to choose their own call signs. Teller chose Rooster because it was in the same family as Goose. Tom Cruise personally designed a three-month aviation training course for the actors. Glenn Powell and Nicholas Holt were also up for the role of Rooster. Glenn Powell went on to play Hangman instead. The aircraft carrier in the film is the USS Theodore Roosevelt. The house that Penny and her daughter live in is the same one that Charlie lives in in the first movie. Lastly, the film was shot entirely on specially developed IMAX 6K full cameras. Now let's get to my thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. This will be a full spoiler episode, so if you haven't seen it yet, pause it right here and go out to see it. Top Gun Maverick is an incredible experience. I'm honestly glad that it was delayed during COVID instead of thrown onto a streaming service. This film was meant to be seen in theaters. The music hits once again and the flight scenes are insane. Tom Cruise simply outdoes himself in Maverick. He is an incredible actor who deserves all the rewards for this film. It's probably my favorite movie of 2022 so far. Fans of the first Top Gun will lose their shit during this, with all the callbacks and Val Kilmer's return. Even moviegoers who aren't quite familiar with the Top Gun franchise will enjoy the hell out of it, because it's such a fantastic action film. Tom Cruise returns as Maverick, who must train the newest generation of pilots for an insane mission. And when I mean insane, I mean batshit insane. They must destroy an enemy facility that is hidden inside a mountain. I love the twist on this. Instead of having Maverick do it, the Admirals decide to have him train the best of the best to accomplish the mission. The younger pilots consist of Hangman, Phoenix, Coyote, Fanboy, Bob, and Goose's son, Rooster, who is played by Miles Teller. I haven't always been the biggest Teller fan, but I think he did a phenomenal job as Rooster. You can tell that this is a role that he took seriously, but still had a lot of fun playing. I'm now officially in Teller's corner. No matter what he's doing, I'm going to go out and watch it. Glenn Powell as Hangman was also incredible. I love how the entire character is a callback to Val Kilmer's Iceman. He plays such a good asshole in Maverick. I really love the rivalry between him and uh, Rooster as well. It's very reminiscent of Magic Mavericks and Iceman in the first Top Gun. That's what I think Maverick does best. It's an awesome job. It does an awesome job at honoring the first film while giving the audience something new to be amazed at. Like the opening scene, for example. This is one of the best openings in a movie ever. Cruz is testing out a jet that must hit Mach 10 during the test run. During the entire sequence, the audience is left mind blown. The visuals are amazing and it sets the tone of the movie very well. I love the scene of him wandering into the diner and getting some water after the jet crashed. This film has the perfect amount of humor and it happens at the right time as well. Now, I wouldn't do this franchise or Val Kilmer any justice if I didn't take some time to talk about the Iceman himself. I love that Val Kilmer was able to come back. For those that don't know, Val has been dealing with throat cancer for the past few years. They dealt with his character in the best way possible. Iceman also has throat cancer in the film as well and must talk through a computer to Maverick. I love that entire scene. It was so well done by Cruz and Kilmer. Kilmer even pushes through the pain and speaks to Cruz in order to make the scene even more powerful. Iceman ultimately dies and it's really heartbreaking. To be honest, I'm dreading the day when Kilmer eventually leaves us. He's such a fantastic actor who sadly got the short end of the stick in the end. On a somewhat more positive note, it was so awesome to see Rooster flying in the backseat with Maverick towards the end of the film. It's a very bittersweet moment for the audience. It's so awesome to see the two working together like Maverick did with Goose, but it's it's also really heartbreaking. I wish we would have gotten more bonding scenes between Maverick and Rooster instead of the scenes with Jennifer Connelly's character, Penny. Connelly is such an amazing actress, but I think the relationship between Rooster and Maverick was the heart of the movie. We should have gotten a lot more of it. Penny was only mentioned once in the first film in a throwaway line, so we don't really have any connection with her, unlike Rooster, who I felt was a better character to follow along with. The movie ends with an incredible victory. Cruz and the gang are able to destroy the facility and make it out alive. I have to admit, though, there were a couple moments where I thought that they might actually kill off either Maverick or Rooster. I love how Maverick doesn't even hesitate when taking the damage from the missiles to protect Rooster. This film is such a rollercoaster of emotions, and I absolutely love it. I don't think this warrants another sequel to be honest. We really didn't need a sequel to begin with, but I'm glad we have it because it's so incredible. I'd say leave it at Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Making a third film will just degrade the first two and risk ter- turning it into a cash grab franchise. I won't be angry if Cruz decides to make a third one though. I trust his judgment with anything that he is a part of. So at the end of the episode, let's see where magic falls in the Top Gun rankings. So this is one of the toughest rankings I've ever had to do. The first Top Gun is so iconic. I absolutely love it, but I would have to put Maverick above it by a very small margin. Tom Cruise is at his best in this amazing sequel. I had pure joy on my face during every scene, especially when the actors are flying in the jets. Maverick is not just a perfect sequel, but a perfect movie. The first movie is perfect as well, but for different reasons. It is one of the most special movies in cinema history. There is nothing like it. But the highs are much higher, and the epic moments hit way harder in Maverick. I would give it 5 stars out of 5, just like the first Top Gun, though. I can't wait to buy the Steelbook for it and have it sit right next to the first Top Gun on my shelf. Well, that'll do it for this new release. Join me next week for my thoughts on Michael Bay's Ambulance, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Also, join me every Friday for my reaction to the latest Obi-Wan Kenobi episode, exclusively on Disney+. Plus.